Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey. Welcome to the Cat Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Riley? Yeah, I'm good, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> ah, cats. It's good to, it's be, good to back. be back. <gasps> oh, oh, Fifi. Oh, my ah. God. Oh, my God. <gasps> okay, oh, I'm taking do a it, photo. Do it. Do it. I'm taking a photo. Okay, Fifi, the Ooh. podcasting cat, is, or oh, she was on the wall. Hey. Hey, baby. Oh, man. Zane was like hoping and praying that Riley and I wouldn't see. And then we both saw at the same time that like Fifi is just sauntering over this wall thing. And then we both freaked out at the same time because cats. Uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. That's been episode four. (laughs) Oh, what a way to kick off. Good. Yes. Oh yeah. That's made my night. Um. So, what are we going to be talking about tonight, Riley? Uh, what have you got for us? I have got some articles about some cats. Do you now? Yes. In well. fact, um, the first one in particular, um, I'm going to be. We've been talking about some cartoon cats. We've been talking about some domestic cats. Mm-hmm. I'm going to branch out a bit. We're going to talk about some wild cats Ooh, today. Yes. Particularly the black-footed cat. Uh, which has got to be one of the cutest damn things I ever saw. It looks I like just a regular saw. domestic short hair, but they will fuck some shit up in they'll, the African savannah. They'll eat you. They'll, they'll straight they'll, up eat you. They'll try. Um, I'm going to be bringing you a little bit of a profile on Larry, the 10 Downing Street cat, who's the chief mouser to the cabinet office because he's a boss. <laughs> That's um, such a title. And then, oh. what else are we bringing you tonight? That's a good question. Uh, We're going to be talking about another profile from Best uh, Oh, yes, of course. Oh, Fifi. Oh, Zane, what are you Fifi doing? We're trying baby. to do a podcast here. Fifi's currently getting cuddles from her dad, our producer, Zane, and she's loving life. Um, and, uh, and then we're, also we're sitting gonna, here a little bit jealous. Um, I'll also be bringing in some info because I've had my own experiences with the la- with my cat that I um, adopted at the start of the year about yeah. litter box problems because it's real. It's yeah, a real it's thing real. and it's really annoying. It's not uncommon either. There's a lot of people that no. have the issues. And that's the thing. When you search, when like when we like when my partner and I were like going through these problems and we're like trying to come up with a solution, like so many people ask these questions yeah. and it's really hard to navigate. So we'll start with that. So Riley, tell me everything about the black-footed cat. I want to know. The black-footed cat. Uh, well, as we can see, there will be a picture going up in the show notes um, and possibly on Instagram. Oh, definitely. Because um, it is goddamn cute. Oh. Um, it's also called the small spotted cat, um, and it is the smallest African cat um, endemic to the southwestern arid zone of south- southern Africa. Um, it's Yeah, it's the smallest wild cat in Africa, um, and it rivals the uh, the rusty spotted cat. Um which, oh, it looks like half a possum. Oh, 
God, look at its tail. God. Oh, God. That's from India and Sri Lanka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're both very little cats, both wild, but I would own one in a heartbeat. Not own one. I would, you know, allow one to allow live with one me to live in if your it presence. chose to. You can't own cats. But um, everybody wants to be one. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the black-footed cat is the smallest wild cat in Africa. The males reach a head-to-body length um, of 36.7 to 43.3 centimetres. Uh, and if we remember from episode three. The main coon. The, uh, the main coon. What was his name? I forgot. Stewie. Stewie. Um, so basically. He was the- 123 centimetres long. So these cats are a third of Stewie. What the hell? So, and we, it said his tail was 36 centimetres? Yeah. Stewie's tail is as long as the smaller ones of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, their tails, um, black-footed cat, their tails are about 16 to 19 centimetres long. Um, females are smaller than the males, as is fairly common with cats. Um, and on average, the adult males weigh 1.9 kilograms. Oh, tiny baby. Little guys. <laughs> oh, um, up to a mac, up to a, a whopping maximum of two point four five. Whoa, guys! Cool you know, it. yeah, come on, guys, get That's yourself, get yourself together. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so the own the only parts on the cat that are black are like the under pads of its feet, um, despite its name. So it doesn't actually have like fo- doesn't have full black socks or anything, Aww. which would have been cute as hell. Um, but yeah, just the underneath part. That's how they got their name. Um, they're stocky. They got round ears. They got big eyes. And a they're sh- like fluffier Bengals. That's what they're they, yeah, like. pretty much, yeah. pretty much, and like less orange, more mm. like regular tabby. Yeah. yeah. Um, super, super cute though. Oh my god. Um, I think David Attenborough's done like a short segment about these guys. I want to be that man. Oh, correct. Doesn't he just have the best life? Have you seen the Mountain Lion episode? Oh, yes. Is it the Mountain? Yeah, it's Mountain Lion. The, the, no, Snow Leopard. Snow Leopard. On Planet Mate. Earth 2? Yeah. That. Oh, Mental. my God. Mental. Is it? The, no. Yeah, the ones in America. Yeah. I th- no, it's yeah. not Snow Leopards. It's, no? No, it was Mountain Lion. Is it Lions. in the most recent one in Planet Earth 2? I don't know. But he was just narrating it and he was telling the story about um, these group of guys in one of the colder regions where they've got the big cats. And it follows like this particular, like it followed like three groups of them of something. And oh my God, stop poaching cats. Don't yeah. kill them. Don't hunt them. It's not cool. That's the thing is these, like what David Attenborough was talking about was like, these cats don't want anything to do with humans. No. They want to like muck around and do their own thing. And these people with their guns, because they're so cool and hunting animals. Much, much like any animal that is being poached. Don't, like don't, don't, don't kill. Them. None of them want to. They don't want to be near you, all right? No. Not even Fifi wants to be near us. I don't want to be near you. Yeah. Leave. Riley and I are cats and we say no. But anyway, yes, I digress. The black footed cat. (laughs) The black footed cat, the cutest damn thing that exists. Um, so the black-footed cat is endemic to Southern Africa, as we mentioned. (laughs) There's a picture of one hiding under a log. It's um so they yeah, they keep to um South Africa primarily. Um no records exist of them in Botswana. It lives in dry, open savanna and grasslands. Um, and with it, with its like stripy coat, it camouflages pretty well. Um, uh, they live up to altitudes of two thousand meters, which is quite high. 
um, in the driest and sandiest part, but not in the driest and sandiest parts of the Namib and Kalahari deserts. Uh, during the night, they need um, only sparse shrub and tree cover to hunt. Um, oh, so they're pretty pretty nocturnal. Um, so you don't see them a whole lot. Um, spend the days resting in dense cover under oh, unoccupied well, burrows and sp- yeah, I wish. God, if only I could. Um, they're apparently very unsociable, which is kind of like crushing all my dreams of having one perched on my shoulder at all times. Um, uh, yeah, they're they're not very good climbers because um, they're quite like muscly and short, mm. um, so they're compact and muscly. Um, so not good at tree climbing or anything like that. But they yeah. they dig. Um, so they like sometimes they've found records of them actually like burrowing a little bit. A burrowing cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, teeny baby. Um, yeah. Oh, um, they, so cute. Yeah. Uh, a San legend claims that a black-footed cat can kill a giraffe by piercing its jugular. Oh. Okay, so we don't want to meet this cat because we'd definitely be dead. Yeah. This exaggeration is intended to emphasize the bravery and tenacity of the animal. I think anybody who's ever hung around a cat can <laughs> doesn't need those two qualities to be emphasized because <laughs> they are... Brave and tenacious. Yep, to a T. Um, so they hunt uh, small prey, rodents and birds and things like that. Um, also take a white quilled busted um, or, a, or a cape hare. So busters are like quite tall birds by the looks of this. Um, they eat a bit of insects. Uh, their energy requirements is super high. Known um, to scavenge the lambs of spring box. What? That's a sentence that I did not see. That's That's what? mental. Oh, my. oh, my God. Have you seen a spring box? They're huge. They aren't small. They are not small. Mate. Apparently the Hats lambs off must be. to the black-footed cat. Yeah. You do you, doll. You live in that circle of life, you know? Yeah. Tenacious, brave, all of those Go things. Go for the jugular. Yeah. You be you. You who is listening to this podcast, be the black-footed cat. Go for the jugular. You do you. Go for that spring book, you know? Get it. If that's what you can take away from this podcast, be the black-footed cat, okay? Get it. Get it. All right, so, yeah, black-footed cat. In summary, they're little, they're cute, they'll eat you. (laughs) The end. That's it. That's it. Oh, so cute. Well, from one hunter to another, we're going to – I know, what a segue. Oh, hello. I didn't even script it. That was really good. Um, James Kehoe in the house. Who that? (laughs) Um, He's from a different podcast. Oh, okay. I was mistaken. I'm sorry. Um, So – Larry is the mouser from 10 Downing Street. (laughs) What? Nothing. Nothing. Continue. Proceed, please. Larry, (sighs) the chief mouser to the cabinet office. I went to primary school with a kid called Larry. (laughs) He was a good guy. I don't think he's the chief mouser at Downing Street, though. But he may be. Um, He is a brown and white tabby. Believed to have been born in January 2007. Um, he was, he arrived at Downing Street as a stray cat from the Battersea Dogs and Cat Home, who was chosen by Downing Street staff. He was intended for um, David Cameron's kids as like a pet. 
um, but was described by sources as a good ratter and a high chase drive and hunting instinct. Um, in 2012, this is really great, um, Battersea Dogs and Cats Home revealed that Larry's popularity had resulted in a surge of 15% more people adopting cats. It's like, wow. good boy, Larry. On you, Larry. So um, within a month of his arrival at Downing Street, an anonymous source described Larry as having a distinct lack of a killer instincts. But he made <laughs> his first kill, a mouse, on the 22nd of April 2011. A momentous occasion. A momentous occasion. <laughs> he lifted the carcass of the mouse above his paws. Um, later that year, it was revealed that he spends more time sleeping than hunting mice and shares the company of a female cat called Maisie. Aww. Aww, that's a bit cute. Um, at one point in 2011, mice were endemic in Downing Street that the Prime Minister sorted to throwing a fork at one during a cabinet dinner. Gross. Oy. That's the most British thing I've ever heard. Whoa. Okay, in, 2000, um, in 2012, in August, Larry made his first public killing, dropping his pr- play, prey on the lawn in the front of number 10. Whoa. Larry. Larry caught. Taking it to the streets. Larry caught four mice in two weeks and one staff member rescued a mouse from his clutches. Oh, my God. In 2015, George Osborne and Cabinet Officer, Office Minister Matthew Hancock cornered a mouse in the Chancellor of the... Uh, one of the officers trapping it with a brown paper sandwich bag. The press joked that the chancellor might have taken over the chief mouse's position. <laughs> Rough. Um, David Cameron explained when he left, um, when he stopped being prime minister basically in 2016, that Larry is a civil servant and not personal property. So he would not be leaving 10 Downing Street after the change of prime minister. Um the Labor Party has confirmed that in the event of a Labor government, our Larry would remain as the chief mouser. So I want Larry know. for Prime Minister. Oh, so funny. So also what's known about Larry is that he doesn't like, um, what's his name? Palmerston. <laughs> Palmerston, <laughs> Palmerston is his, his neighbour um, that works in the Foreign Office. They've The two cats have fought on several occasions the leader of the house commented that he hoped that Palmerston and Larry would establish a modus vivendi. <laughs> What's that? What's a modus vivendi? I don't know. Googling real A quick. mode of living or a way of life <laughs> or peace, basically. That's right, funny. a treaty. In July of that year, Palmerston entered number 10 and had to be forcibly evicted <laughs> by security <laughs> staff. Can you imagine getting called to an emergency? <laughs> To evict someone. Guys, we num- got to get Palmerston out of here. At Larry's number pissed. 10 Downing Street, the call goes out. Oh, oh. the damn cat's in again. <laughs> so funny. Um, In August 2016, according to political photographer Steve Beck, Larry had his most brutal fight yet with Palmerston on the steps of number <laughs> 10. During the fight, Larry lost his collar whilst Palmerston suffered from deep scratched and a badly cut ear. Oh, my God. <laughs> These boys don't like each other, oh, do they? It's so funny. So um, Larry was banned from the Prime Minister's quarters in number 10 in 2011 as his what? fur was ruining the Prime Minister's fresh suits. Oh, get over yourself. Um, <clears throat> uh, Prime Minister Nick Clegg had described an internal Downing Street security door which requires microphone contact for access as being increased, uh, not for security, but to keep the cats out from one end of the building to another. <laughs> Why? Um, 
In February 2013, a cat-proof barrier was erected to prevent Larry and his neighbour Freya from getting into the foreign office after complaints from staff members with allergies. <laughs> William Haig later this asked so that the barrier good. be taken down. Um, in December 2015, former Home Secretary David Blunkett suggested that Larry should be asked to increase his responsibilities to include the Palace of Westminster, which at the time had been overrun by rodents. So Larry also has been honoured with the blue park plaque. Sorry, the honoured with the blue plaque at Battersea Dogs and Cats Home in 2012. Oh, that's brilliant! You can't like Larry's doing good work. Larry is killing it, and we'll post this photo up on the Instagram. There's this great photo of him sitting on one of the cabinet desks, and he's got a little Union Jack little bow around his neck. So cute. Oh, so. How good are cats? Funny. Ooh. Ooh. Apparently there's another cat that works as the chief mouser. What? Is what? Larry only part-time? Sybil. Sybil Faulty after the after Sybil yeah. from Faulty Towers. <laughs> what the yes. fuck? Yes. Oh. Oh, she oh no, she passed away. Oh. So um this was the mouser before. Oh, so she was the, the predecessor. Before. So it was black and white, and she was the first cat since Humphrey who had been removed um, in 97 because Tony Blair's wife had an aversion to cats. Oh, I knew I didn't like her. Um, no, and she, um, then she was living in Edinburgh and then she passed away. I think cats in public places are the best. I think oh, every yeah. theatre should have a cat. Um, the I'll probably do a profile on this cat, but um, what's the name of the cat at, not Griffin, Belvoir? Belvoir has a cat. Nielski. Nielski. Nielski, the theatre cat, and he's been banned from the rehearsal rooms because apparently he was being very naughty. But we'll get into that later. But yes, That's Larry the cat. Larry the cat. Awesome work, Larry. We applaud yeah, you. Yeah, Larry, you're doing. Oh, so you're good. making us proud. And look, Larry probably didn't suffer from these problems, but litter box problems. Oh yes. Zane is laughing. So hard at me right now at my really shit attempts at trying to make segues in this podcast. Um, so litter boxes. It's you know, it's a pain in the neck, but you know, your cat's gotta go to the bathroom somewhere. So um my personal story, uh Cleo, who I adopted with Jason at the beginning of the year through the RSPCA, um, we were having like a up until maybe about two months ago, we were having the worst problems with Leo, um, with Cleo peeing on the bed. Mm-hmm. wasn't all the time she would use her litter. Yeah. But sometimes, like, I remember the first night that we adopted her, we had to, like, change the bed linens and the doona covers. It got through all of the bed probably about five times. Oh, good. The first, like, day that we adopted her and... It was really frustrating. I'd never had to deal with this problem, but also Cleo was the first adult cat that we had adopted, not a kitten. Because the thing with kittens is that you can, they're pretty fresh to learning their litter training from their mothers. And also um, they're pretty adept to you telling them what to do. Whereas a cat, a fully grown cat will come in and. Yeah. Who's developed patterns and habits and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you put them in a different environment. It's going to. Yeah, it's going to fuck with them. Yeah. Um. So here are from the Spruce Pets. Excellent name for a website, by the way. Um. Here are some tips about your making sure that you have success with uh, litter training your cat. So <laughs> the first point is location, location, location. 
Um, so your cat wants privacy when they go to the toilet, don't we all? So um, uh, is make it too sh- much to ask? Is it too much to ask? So make sure that your litter tray is in a low traffic area and it's got the least amount of disturbance. Um, Jason and I are lucky in our house that we have a second bathroom that is basically dedicated to laundry and Cleo. So she's got her own room to do her business, which I think she appreciates. Um, and then the it, you might be having problems with the litter boxes. You don't want it too big, but you also don't want you don't want it too small. And some people recommend having two litter trays because cats want to use two litter trays. I personally don't. We haven't, you know, haven't had that problem. The main problem that we were having actually was um, the litter that we were using. We were using the crystal litter and I don't know if this is a thing, but I was wondering if it was maybe too harsh on Cleo's paws. So we went to like a um, a clumping, like out of laziness, I just went to Coles instead of going to Pet Barn where I bought cat litter because God forbid – and I just bought this, like, I think it was called laundry or something, pumping yeah, litter. Yeah. And I bought that for Cleo. And I was like, look, this could go really wrong or it could be the answer to my problems because this was just, like, the last resort. And I bought this, like, soft clumping litter. And since then we have had no problems. Touch wood. Oh, touch, really? wood touch wood, Good. touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch <laughs> wood. So it was as simple as changing the litter. So you might have to experiment. You might have to do, like, the – more sawdusty ones. It might be the crystal litter that's best because I know that's what a lot of rescues use because it's the best at um, like preventing smells and stuff like that. But the one that we now use now, I think you can just get it Coles and it's um, made out of like rice husks or something like that. And it's Ooh. pretty good. Like it's really good at keeping the smell to a minimum and it's not bad at cleaning up because this other clay one that I got from Coles was just not cutting it but this other one we've gotten is really good so that could be a problem um so yeah apparently maybe you don't need to have like two litter boxes if you have one cat but apparently if you have more than one cat one cat equals one litter box so if you have two two litter boxes so on that kind of makes sense doesn't it yeah yeah making sure that you're cleaning it out uh scoop it um Every time that you change the litter, make sure you thoroughly clean the actual box of it. Um, So make sure that you're also putting in enough litter for them, not too much, but enough litter that they can, you know, scurry and and dig and all that sort of stuff. Um, I know we tried with Cleo and with my cat beforehand, Aurora, um, the litter boxes with the doors on them, but I think a lot of cats get bothered by it so if you have a way of having the door but maybe being able to like pin it up so it's easier for them to get inside because I know Aurora really struggled to like try and get in the door but she wasn't a very smart cat (laughs) um making sure that your cat has plenty of water because um cats and dogs often have problems with kidneys later in life because they haven't had enough water it's making sure that they're um you know they've got enough water and that they're healthy um you know, uh, cats also can suffer from anxiety. So the thing that I found really helpful before we had changed litters in minimizing the peeing incidents was um, the Feliway spray that you can get at Pet Barn. It's quite expensive um, for what it looks like, but it's a pheromone spray that you can spray around the house and that smell um, apparently makes the cat feel a little bit more comfortable. So we were spraying that on the bed and when we did that, the accidents were dropping. 
because she felt comfortable about the space and she knew that was somewhere that she could feel comfortable rather than somewhere that she can go to the toilet. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So there's my little feedback on the thing. So we, my partner and I, we did the pheromone spray that, you know, that worked, but then it didn't work and we'd come home and there would be accidents. Um, we tried to move it. We, um, you know, trying to make sure that she had more of a private spot, but that still wasn't working if we needed to clean it out more. So we were doing, instead of once a week, like full cleaning out the litter, we were trying twice a week. That still wasn't helping. And at the end, we realized it was the type of litter that we were using. So if that's, if you're still struggling, just keep trying. And also make sure you take your cats to the vet because there are, if there is problems to do with the lid, if they're like toilet training and stuff like that, it also could be like, uh, like a urinary tract infection or something like that. So that was one of the yeah. first things we did. And she had a mild one and she got medication. So all good now, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. If I get home and there's an accident, I'm going to be so mad. You'll hear about it on the next episode. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So that was. So that was litter box tips. That was litter box tips with Jess. With oh my Jess. God, Riley, have we got a friend on the Best Friend Feline's you website? You know that we do, Jess. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be talking about, uh, God of the underworld today. Um, we've got Hades on the show and Hades is an adorable little fella who's up for adoption in Strathpine. Um, he's about a year old now. Um, he's from what I can see of him. Um, he's quite, he's got black all over him. He's got a little bit of a white patch under his chin. And on his chest. Um, he's a very handsome boy. Um, he's apparently super, super, super snuggly. Um, God of the underworld is a big old softy. Um, so he loves cuddling. Um, he is pre he's he's okay um with cats, with, with other cats. He's um, you know, a bit standoffish at first. Um Aren't we all though. Yeah, I mean, you know. I know I am. New people suck. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so yeah, he's he's he takes a little while to warm up, but yeah, no, he settles down after that. Um, he's apparently pretty good with dogs, um, if you introduce him correctly, um, and he's fine with children as well. Um, yeah, he's got a he's apparently super playful and super cuddly. He will apparently like play and play and play and play until he's just Worn done out. until he's yeah just flops on the ground. Um, and he, yeah, he's super smoochy. Apparently, loves cuddles. He likes to be picked up, and like oh, he'll, he'll come, and, he'll come and lay on you if you're laying on the couch or if you're in bed or something. He'll come up and like just nuzzle in. Um, yeah, so he uh, is he likes being around people as well. So if you want to around doing stuff, he'll want to come help out with the laundry or want to you know help oh. you type your email to your boss or you know all those things. Um, so you know if you're looking for if you're looking for a guy who's super fun and you can play with him, have Hades a good time, and then, and then go to bed, and he'll come and cuddle up to you. Yeah, Hades, Hades is your fella. Aww, so jump so on cute. to Best Friends Felines, www.bestfriendsfelines.com. Yes. Have a look at Hades um, or any of the other any of the other cats or kittens that they've got because they've got so many. And they are all delightful. We just we lit oh. we could literally go through this for the I whole. I could do an entire episode where I could just go through that re- website for oh, you. Oh, easily. Oh, so good. Easily, there's so many. All right. Well, to finish us off, I've got our Insta cat of the week or Insta cats, I should say. 
Um, More than one again. This is Exotic Richard that's on Instagram, and it's Richard and Bill, and they're both exotic short hairs living in Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, my God. Um, they are adorable. So uh, one is grey, one is white with a little bit of ginger, and they put novelty hats on them. Oh, my God. So there is – that's Richard. <laughs> Richard's wearing uh. little deer antlers. Yeah, and Richard. then Richard's wearing a oh my god, he sombrero. looks so grumpy. Oh, he doesn't look happy about it. He's so cute. And then oh Richard wearing god. a fairy crown with a tutu. Oh, too good. Um, Richard wearing a novelty mermaid hat. Oh, this is just gold. There's fantastic. What's it called? Exotic Richard. Okay. Um, you said it was Richard and Bill. Is there another one? Yes. So I think they got Richard first and then Bill came along. Right. Okay. Um, oh, oh, he's, mate, he's, he's cute. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. They are beautiful cats and they look like they have a good time and live their pastel lives, you know? Yeah. So I'll tag them on our Instagram. They're very handsome. Oh, mm. look at the little boys. Oh, they got bow ties. Stop it. so cute. So that is my that is the Instacat of the week. Rightly so. Yes. Okay. So that's it. That, I think that's about it. It for that's us it. for this one. Um, you can find us on Instagram. We yeah. are the Meow Podcast. Yes, correct. Um, so jump on that. Uh, you can send us an email. Send us pictures of your cats. Everybody wants to be a cat at gmail.com. Thank you. Because no, everybody wants to be a cat podcast at gmail.com. God damn it. We were so close. We were almost there. And you can find us on Facebook at Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. And you can send us photos of your cats and tell us about them. And maybe Please. invite us over for cake to meet your cat. Uh, meow, yeah. meow, 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 meow. Please do all of those things. Um, like, uh, or like us rate on Facebook. Rate and review. Yeah, rate and review. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Um, rate and review. Um, five stars, 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 five stars. Yeah, so that's yeah. about it. Rate and review. Let us know what you think. Um, send pictures of your cats because we love that. Yes, please, 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 please. And that'll about do it from us. Yay. Have a good night or a good day or. Whenever you're listening to this. Night have a good drive to work. Yes. Have a good day. <laughs> and remember, be the cat. Do the things. Go Live for the jugular. <laughs> Go for the jugular. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.